0: Chapter 10 of the Indian Fairy Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April Walters. The Indian Fairy Book by Henry R. Schoolcraft. Chapter 10 The Origin of the Robin. An old man had an only son named Iadilla who had come to that age when it is thought to be time for a boy to make the long and final fast, which is to secure through life a guardian genius or spirit. The father was ambitious that his son should surpass all others in whatever was deemed wisest and greatest among his people. He thought it necessary that the young Iadilla, to do this, should fast a much longer time than any of those renowned for their power or wisdom. The father, therefore, directed his son to prepare with great ceremony for the important event first he was to go several times to the sweating lodge and bath which were to prepare and purify him for communion with his good spirit then he was to lie down upon a clean mat in a little lodge expressly provided for him he was especially enjoined at the same time to endure his fast like a man and promised that at the end of twelve days he should receive food and the blessing of his father the lad carefully observed these commands and lay with his face covered calmly awaiting the approach of the spirit which was to decide his good or evil fortune for all the days of his life every morning his father came to the door of the little lodge and encouraged him to persevere dwelling at length on the vast honor and renown that must ever attend him should he accomplish the full term of trial allotted to him to these glowing words of promise and glory the boy never replied but he lay without the least sign of discontent or murmuring until the ninth day when he addressed his father as follows my father my dreams forebode evil may i break my fast now and at a more favourable time make a new fast the father answered my son you do not know what you ask if you get up now all your glory will depart wait patiently a little longer you have but three days more and your term will be completed you know it is for your own good and i encourage you to persevere Shall not your aged father live to see you a star among the chieftains and the beloved of battle? The son assented, and covering himself more closely that he might shut out the light which prompted him to complain, he lay till the eleventh day, when he repeated his request. The father addressed Iadilla as he had the day before, and promised that he would himself prepare his first meal and bring it to him by the dawn of the next morning. The son moaned, and the father added, "'Will you bring shame upon your father "'when he is falling in the west?' "'I will not shame you, my father,' replied Iadilla. "'He lay so still and motionless "'that you could only know he was living "'by the gentle heaving of his chest.' "'At the spring of day, "'the father, delighted at having gained his end, "'prepared a repast for his son "'and hastened to set it before him. "'But on coming to the door of the little lodge, "'he was surprised to hear his son talking to himself.' he stooped his ear to listen and looking through a small opening was yet more astonished when he beheld his son painted with vermilion all over his breast he was just in the act of finishing his work by laying on the paint as far back on his shoulders as he could reach saying at the same time to himself my father has destroyed my fortune as a man he would not listen to my requests he has urged me beyond my tender strength he will be the loser i shall be forever happy in my new state for i have been obedient to my parent he alone will be the sufferer for my guardian spirit is a just one though not propitious to me in the manner i desired he has shown me pity in another way he has given me another shape and now i must go at this moment the old man broke in exclaiming my son my son i pray you leave me not but the young man with the quickness of a bird had flown to the top of the lodge and perched himself on the highest pole having been changed into a beautiful robin redbreast he looked down upon his father with pity beaming in his eyes and addressed him as follows regret not my father the change you behold i shall be happier in my present state than i could have been as a man i shall always be the friend of men and keep near their dwellings i shall ever be happy and contented and although i could not be a mighty warrior as you wished it will be my daily aim to make you amends for it is as a harbinger of peace and joy i will cheer you by my songs and strive to inspire in others the joy and lightsomeness of heart i feel in my present state this will be some compensation to you for the loss of glory you expected i am now free from the cares and pains of human life my food is spontaneously furnished by the mountains and fields, and my path of fife is in the bright air. Then, stretching himself on his toes, as if delighted with the gift of wings, Yadilla caroled one of his sweetest songs and flew away into a neighboring wood. End of chapter 10. Recording by April Walters.